Get Up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it off, turn it off, you're my radio. Here's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive through near you. From sex dolls to traffic controllers, the future is here in Tassie. This is unbelievable. Setting the pace for the rest of the country. Not the... Well, I don't have any first-hand experience with sex dolls. But no, no, but our understanding is that there are numerous sex dolls, robotic ones. Well, you brought um, this story to the table, so... Well, there are numerous ones out there in bedrooms, living rooms, kitchens. What kitchens? you do in your own home is your own business. Oh, my God. But there is a robot currently on the streets of Hobart, and you might see it today. And it's not a toy. No, it's not. It has a job. It it's has been a em- job. It's been employed. It, yes. It has a job. It is employed. And it's not one of those robots that just looks like a lawnmower with an arm. No. No. You know, it lifts something and puts it on the conveyor belt. It's a humanoid. It is a humanoid. I can't even believe it. How did yeah. it sneak in? It wears clothes, it- Woody. Yes. I'm sure it had to get its own seat on the plane. Well, like, it this probably is- needs... A tax file number. Yes. Does it get paid? Well, it should. Does it have a family? Okay. Does it have a toaster at I home? Mean, there's so many questions we could ask. I mean, yes. <laughs> let's talk about it next. Yes. $100 cash to give away. Insure of Origin as well, just after eight. And tickets to our R&B party at six past six on Hobart's Hit 100.9. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Nine past six, so Bart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody, the future's here. I mean, a humanoid is in Tassie. Yeah, it's certainly not a real man. It's it's a robot, but it looks like a man. Oh, it, and you'll see it in the paper today. It, it does look like a man. He's wearing high-vis gear, holding a baton, an illuminated baton, sunglasses, even got a beanie on. He's got a goatee. He's got a, I mean, he's got facial hair. He looks like a bit like Ed Sheeran's second cousin or something. Yeah. What? Ed Sheeran's slightly rotund brother. Okay, well, why does it have to be a well, Sam Wood? I mean, that might help, but well, distract women too much. This robot man, cyborg, let's call him a cyborg, okay. is being used to direct traffic. Yeah. <laughs> Around roadworks sites. He's a robotic traffic controller. Worksite Willie, they're calling him. Well, that. What? That's a bit low end, isn't it? What's wrong with Worksite Willie? Well, I didn't know he was a fully functioning <laughs> cyborg. Okay. Um, he debuted around the northwest coast of Tassie. But this isn't his first job. No, he's, he's res- a mainlander. Yeah, and I know you you have reservations about this, but some mainlanders can be all right oh. if they move. His previous experience and his resume includes stints in Victoria and New South Wales. Victoria and New South Wales. Yeah. So, all right, New South Wales. He's been in a punch on. <laughs> can you? Not- that's all they do. They go and watch league and have a punch on. And what Victoria? What he used to work at a street side hipster cafe. That's where he got his goatee from. <laughs> But he's currently working in Devonport. Don't. I've got a best friend in Devonport. Uh, Devonport's lovely. Yeah, thank you. It's very, very lovely. Um, He might accidentally go and get himself voted as mayor or something up in Devonport. Um, Although, to me... He does look like a guy that I know in Launceston. No, come on. I'm wondering wondering if he's not a mainlander. I'm wondering if this guy... Do you know who he looks a little bit like? The bloke that um, runs the monkey park up there in Launceston. Mr. Poke? Does he look a bit like Mr. Poke? Oh, yeah, I guess he could look a little bit like Mr. Poke. I guess now now it's good. You're going to get a situation now when... When you travel up north to Devonport, Burnie and Launceston, you're going to be looking at people and thinking, is this a real person? Oh, come on. Or is this a cyborg? Okay. You know, does this... Is this a fully functioning human being? Which, come to think of it, that's what I always ask when I go to Launceston. <laughs> that's so cool. If he does a good enough job, he's going to get a full-time job. Well, I expect he would, yeah. He wouldn't want him to stuff up. I mean, he's programmed. No, no. I, well, yeah, if he's, if he's a casual, he's going to lose his penalty rates on a Sunday, no <laughs> doubt.
Johnny Roffo hit on Paul's much younger girlfriend, the carrier of our show, baby, at a funeral. No, you've combined <laughs> three stories. <laughs> but Johnny Roffo did try and hit on your girlfriend yes, when yeah. you were together. So that was inappropriate. Okay. And uh, Melissa, my girlfriend, has also been hit on at a funeral. She gets hit on a lot, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah, she does. Mm. Um, and the and the the belly's not slowing it down either. <laughs> there are some guys out there with fetishes. It can be a fetish. And mm. Melissa reminded you of that the other day when you were being a jerk to her behind the yes, scenes. Yes, she did. She said, don't worry, there's pages out there for people like me. Yeah, and she showed me some of them. <laughs> some of them were very third trimester, I might add. Very third trimester. <laughs> um, so we were been asking the question, and I know it's to an extent distasteful, but... You know, what's happened at a funeral that was a little bit on the unsavoury side? So she was hit on by the... Deceased's brother. Okay. Yeah. What are you doing after this? Yes, and she said, well, I'm heading to the wake. I expect to see you there. Hey, Ben. Good morning, guys. How are you? Awesome, mate. Awesome. What do you got for us? Uh, Inappropriate time. I had an inappropriate conversation with the missus at a funeral. Yeah. Uh, so I was sitting there, you know, telling all their stories and whatnot, and I leaned over to the missus and I said, uh, can we have steak for dinner? Oh, my God. That is... And uh, she looks at me and she goes, what did you say? And I said, well, I, I want to know what we're having for dinner. She goes, Benjamin, we're at a funeral. I said, yeah, that's not my concern. My concern is what, what are we having for dinner? I said, I'm hungry. So you and, knew this uh, person well? <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, 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 wouldn't, they, they probably wouldn't have cared if they were still here. Oh, there you go. They, well, they, they would have wanted, mate. Exactly. And, Paul, yeah. funeral practising, I'm all for it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you all have right, to know how to pick the sandwiches up the right way, mate. You've got to know how to eat properly, otherwise you're going to look like a, grom- a grommet. <laughs> so, uh, mate. I'll, I'll invite you next time I go funeral crashing. Yeah, this is... No, done. Okay. No, this is so inappropriate. Brilliant. Next you'll be... See, I think there's a white lady on tomorrow, so we'll uh, book that one in. Well, that's one in a new town, isn't it? Yeah, no, I'll be there. That is... That is very specific. You should hope that people do crash your funeral, otherwise no one will be there. Oh, Go ahead, more the merrier. Or if you passed, we could have a funeral party. What if I if you, fall off what the What were you trying to say that it'd be a celebration? Good <laughs> <laughs> yes. on you, Ben. Thanks, guys. Thanks. We can invite Johnny Ruffo. You can hit on your girlfriend again. <laughs> Well, you'd have him sing, wouldn't you? Yeah, of course. Sing my favourite Johnny Ruffo song. <laughs> Which is? Uh, well, uh... That one that goes... The one about the, um... What's that, girl? <laughs> Sorry, I've, I've got to take this call. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. <laughs> Eleven the top with some showers. Paul and Woody on Hobart's hit 100.9. We've got $50 to spend at Hotel Soho. And we've been talking a lot about Johnny Ruffo today, and I don't think we play enough of his music. Righto. To be honest. No, I don't. No, you, it, you're teasing. You're teasing. <laughs> yeah, because Johnny Ruffo had a crack at my girlfriend, and it could have been me or Johnny. <laughs> so, and you were currently seeing her at the time, right? Well, that's my understanding, yeah. And she... Well, she knocked what, him back. Did she, though? Yeah, well, that was... That's what she told me. Well, because the three girls that produced this show told me that this song was actually written for her. Oh. No. Get into it. I just want you to close your eyes. Here it comes. Oh. I'll be on top of the world when I'm on top of you, girl. Johnny. Uh, that's, that's Johnny's problem. What is it? Well, you don't want to be on top, do you? Oh, yay. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Branding now at hit.com.au. So a man with a mystery medical condition saw his genitals grow ten times the size. Is that... I'm just wondering, is that a condition or a blessing? Or was it just the undercarriage? It depends what it starts with, what size it starts at, isn't it? Yeah, but okay, yeah, go on. <laughs> what? Um, but thanks to a Facebook plea, he raised enough money to have reconstructive surgery. Did he pop it up so- on Facebook? <laughs> Did he live stream the surgery? Oh my god! Do we, can we? Do we know if it was meat or potatoes? 
you can get Mason to search that because okay. I didn't want D pics on my yeah, but they might be just morning. B pics for all we know. Yeah, but either or, are you able to Google that, Mason, and give Paul a description because I don't want to go that far. So what should I be googling? Okay, <laughs> man, um, ten times genitals. Was uh, it uh, question mark? Uh, D or B. Okay, I don't. <laughs> or just D and B. I don't want to, I didn't want this Remember story to Remember when someone drew a D and B on my face uh, up on the billboard in Moona? Yes. <laughs> that's because they put the billboard about, you know, at eye level. Yeah, it was like four foot off the ground. So you could just jump it's on ridiculous. your bonnet. And ju- someone even drew a D on your forehead. Like, they even spent time in MS Paint. And then they Facebook inboxed yeah. it to us. And you just have a big D on your head. And did someone draw a D on my head... There was in, a cardboard cutout at Harvey Norman or something? Yeah, and they also tried to do it with a big black texture when you were Purple Paul. But you were, yeah. I was like, that's the real one. It's my actual face. <laughs> Trendy. I'm, I'm getting um, penis bumps, STI symptoms. Um, well, hang, on, right hang on, are we talking about Googling it or have you got an issue? <laughs> <laughs> we can do a Facebook play. Do you want what, are you, what are your symptoms? <laughs> oh, no. I just felt right. All right, just leave it. Don't um, worry about it, Mason. He's setting you this up. This is a little bit similar to my story. This is the guy that had Devastate tattooed on his face. <laughs> yeah. The New Zealander. And it was quite a compelling story last week. He explained that it was a prison tattoo and he's out of prison now and he wants a new start. No one will give him a job. I, I For me, I thought the solution was grow a beard. <laughs> okay. But I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. There is a laser tattoo removal clinic in New Zealand that have removed his tattoo for him. So it's gone. So they heard the story and they've lasered it off. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures of tattoos being lasered off. There is a there's a bit of residue that I think eventually goes away. Okay. But it's certainly not as confronting to look at him now because it no longer says devastate. Yeah. But once again, this is almost like a um, GoFundMe thing that people do. They put their plight up on social media and then the community contribute. Remember, we knew a guy. Oh, I wasn't going to say that one because that's too close to home. He works here still. She uh, well, or now she. Now I can't say that. Well, now you ha- he or she still. They wanted to make it big in LA. Yes. So, so he put up a. She a go- or he. He put up a GoFundMe, a GoFundMe page, page to fund his or her trip to LA. And that was about four years ago and. I think he's up to about $40. Trendy. Or she. Or she. She. 820,000 people tuned in to Game of Thrones legally. 820,000? Yeah, it broke records. And they, they're that, had, that has to be a pay television record. Yeah, yeah, it is in Australia. And it's expected to tip 1.5 million by the end of the week. Yeah, once people can get on their Foxtel <laughs> now. Do you know, it's been nominated for, in its series, the entire series, 100 Emmys. Which Over again, the six seasons. Yeah. Wow. And it's won 38. 38. Trending. It, does it say how many um, keeping up with, what's the Habib show? Oh, sorry, keeping up with the Habibs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here come the Habibs. Yeah, or whatever. How many is that one? Is that one a Logie? Why have you got a problem with Because I really don't. I, honestly, do I, who, I don't have anything against... Uh, people from the Middle East at all, but I just don't know why anybody watches that show. And you know the other thing. Oh no, here we go. The other thing that I'm a little bit sick and tired of. If if you watch Ninja Warrior, you don't have to tell other people all the time about it. If I get into one more Ninja Warrior conversation in this building, I tell you what, I'm going to go and move in with her bibs. You're going to whip out some whoop ass. Yeah. Ninja style. <laughs> we don't all have to watch it, guys. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin, spin that wheel. Stack of games on the wheel. Whatever we spin up is what we're playing today. We're playing for $50 for you to spin on whatever you want at yep. Hotel Soho. That's right. They're very open. See you back at Soho. You could get the Palmy deal. That's on tonight. Yep. $5 Palmy, 5pm, $6, 6pm, $7, 7pm. That's right. $10 meals all day. Yep. You love a bargain, don't you? I do. Yes. I do. Am I laying it on a bit thick this morning for Soho? <laughs> well, no, you know, it's all right. 
a great great group of people up there. They are. Fantastic. And we're heading up there uh, at some stage. Yeah, we're going to do a team lunch, which with Paul Mason's hates. With Mason's money. Yeah, with... <laughs> Mason won $100, and we're going to spend it. So horrible, Paul. Poor Mason. Mason's still waiting on an invite as well. Oh, t- 13, 12, 16. Give us a call if you'd like to play a game of Where You From? No, Paul, please. I spin the wheel. It's on the wheel. I turn my head for one second to learn, look at sperm donors, and that's what you spin up. Oh. Are you a- getting one? <laughs> that is. I'm right. Because I could um, pass the hat around. I'm not even going I to mean, engage for, in this conversation. For the mummy... Why were you looking at sperm donors? My, it was in the paper. They're saying that they're calling for more ginger-haired men to donate because women, they've only got 2% of donors that are redheads and more and more women are wanting red-headed children. I think you call it the Ed Sheeran effect almost. Yes. Yeah. Now, hang on. The robot in the paper today. Red hair. Is a redhead. Yeah, it's a traffic controller in Tassie. It's a traffic controlling robot. It's yeah. being tested on the streets of Devonport. It's humanoid. It is. And it's a cyborg. Got, yeah. And it's got red hair. Yeah. Wow. I don't know why you're so shocked about no, that. No, no, I'm just One shocked. of my breasts. What did you say? One of my breasts? Sorry, It's got a red hair on it. My best what? friend. It's red hair. Well, maybe we should try to get some of his. I mean, he could. Do you need a special machine, or do you just... He doesn't swing my way, but I guess it doesn't matter. No. I mean, it doesn't matter. But that, that's irrelevant when it comes to yeah. the substance. Okay. It might Can change we... things up slightly when you're trying to get it. But, uh, the right. name of the game is Where You From. Uh, give us a call, and Woody will have a chat with you on air for 30 seconds. If she can't work out where you're from, you're going to get $50 to spend at Hotel Soho. Just on a quick one, I had a friend who was a sperm donor for one of his friends... But they did it the traditional way, and he wasn't going to have anything to do with the child, and then they end up falling in love. After doing it the traditional way? Yeah. Well, of course. (laughs) Okay, I just thought I was in love. No, but I mean, yeah, it's a nice story, but did she have another bloke at the time? No. Oh, she was a single woman. She was a single woman. She wanted a baby. So then they did the deed. Yeah. And then they fell in love. Oh, that is nice. Thank you. I thought it was kind of like Hollywood movie-like. Yeah. Yeah, well, it beats a cup, I guess. Not that there's anything wrong with that. 14 away from 7. <laughs> well, it depends on where you are. Okay. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. Hits Paul and Woody. Spin that wheel. Hi, Matt. Good morning. How are you going, guys? So good. We just spun the wheel stack of games on there and up we spun. Where are you from? This is when Woody will speak to you for 30 seconds on air, Matt, and you answer some questions and then at the end of it she thinks she'll be able to work out where you live. Lovely. She's a good game, this one. Yeah, oh, awesome, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> it's $50 to spend at so- Hotel Soho. It's now reopened. All right, just you and I, Matt. Ready? Let's go. Okay. Did you watch Game of Thrones this week? No. Okay. Do you have pets? Yes. Do you own or rent? Own. Bought the pets or? Oh, you can <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Your favourite food? Probably um, Indian. Yeah. Type of car? Land Cruiser. Uh, what area do you work in? Um, Hobart. Oh, I see. You tried to get me at the end there. That does sort of create an idea in your head. Pet rentals. Oh, no. Where you could rent your pet. Don't, please don't do that. That, that would be so disturbing for the pet. No, but if you've got a pet like my dog. That... Your dog has a pinky issue. Just yeah, like not it's anymore. Dad. It's not. All right. Matt, I believe that you, I know you're an Eastern Shore boy. You've got that Ooh, beach okay. sounding voice. Okay. Is that beach? Think. Um, Good luck. <laughs> you live around Howrah. No, near. Oh, where are you on the eastern shore? No, oh. down, down south, Blackman's Bay. Oh, oh. you got an ocean vibe. Yeah, I did get an ocean vibe. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. water. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, but you were miles away. Okay, well, <laughs> one short boat trip. Okay, yeah. well done. You've got fifty dollars to spend at Hotel Soho. Cheers, guys. Have a good day. Good on you, man. It's 
Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it off, turn it off for my radio. Kiss Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive through near you. Before 8 o'clock, your chance to come along to our R&B party. Huge. DJ Gamer's going to be there. Yes, he was the man that took to the dicks at our last R&B party and it went off. It does get loose. Paul Pashter bloke, nothing wrong with that, but he wasn't in a committed relationship. Yeah. I may have danced on a table. Hey. Which led me to Pashter bloke. But how did that... It was a series, it was a domino effect. Okay. You danced on a table, I Pashter bloke, nothing, I got arrested. Yeah, okay. I didn't think we were going to... Okay. We'll move on from that. Okay. But a big shout-out to Tazzy Tires with thousands of dollars in prices on the night as well. Huge. They've come back to the party because they helped us out with last year's party. You can grab us anytime on 13, 12, 16. Who's this? Steve. Hey, Paul. Yeah, mate. How good was Ninja Warrior last night? No. <laughs> oh, talk to us, Steve. Talk to us it's about it. It's like a sect. Everybody wants to get you involved in Ninja Bloody Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Paul's furious uh, because everyone around the office keeps talking to him about it. One more person comes up to me and says, Oh, did you see Adam Cooney the other night on Windy Ninja Warrior? But did yeah, you? I did it. Yeah. Oh, don't you just love Hope? Oh, D- but did you see it, Paul? No, I didn't see it. I haven't watched Ninja Warrior. <laughs> okay. No, you missed the cracker of a show, Paul. <laughs> I think what I'll do is we'll take it off air and you can have a private chat with Paul off no, air first. No, We've got no, about no, five I've minutes enough ninja chat. up our sleeve. Oh, I think the phone line's breaking up. Don't hang yeah. up on Steve. Oh, I'll pretty good on my. Paul! Oh, the, the phone's... Oh, I'll tell you what. Oh, I've got to get in touch with the telcos. Paul and Woody. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Look, Woody, you know, I'm only a couple of months out becoming a father. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and this is... I mean, I don't know what it's going to be like for me the day of labour. Okay. Um, you? I'm nervous. Okay. Um, You're not the one pushing it out, buddy. I've already told the midwife that I want an epidural. Oh, my God. Um, and I'm very conscious because, look, some people might say that I've been a little bit critical of parents in the past. Yeah, totally. Eh, yeah. That's debatable. Well, yeah. I no. don't want to be a hypocrite. <laughs> now that we know the gender of the child. Which you were disappointed about. No, no, you were. no, no, no. no. <laughs> you want to say no again? No. no. <laughs> You're over-protesting that. Um, we can move on from simply buying grey, yellow and green clothes. Yeah. We can target the gender a bit more Great. now. so you're going to be stereotypical. No, I'm not necessarily... Well, I'm, I'm a not, guy no. can wear pink. Of course they, a guy yeah. can wear pink. But, you know, there yeah. are certain... <laughs> See, this is why you continually get yourself into trouble. Uh, okay. So I've bought some outfits online. Okay. Oh, so I've, I've bought the obligatory Star Wars t-shirts and... Oh. Avengers t-shirts and things like that. But then I found some cute stuff. But I don't know if it's weird cute or adorable cute. Oh, gosh. Okay. So I'm just... um, I'm sending you through a screenshot of something I purchased on eBay yesterday. What, are you texting it or emailing it? I'll text it. Okay. Um, Can you make sure it's not a D-pick again? No, that was, because I'm so sorry about that. That was completely accidental. Yeah, well, I hope so. And I didn't even know it was out in that particular photo. <laughs> okay. Can you just... Was it my um, my mum's 60th? That just sounds wrong. Um, okay. Have you got... Okay, you... hang on. I'm opening it now. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's a sailor costume. Mm. Right. Um, you don't have a boat. No, I mean, no, not even a tinny. No, no. Um, I remember I once took you out on a tinny. Yes, um, you did. When that's I had right. one, and you and Melissa rocked up in sailor costumes. Yes, we were in uh, cruise wear. So you're going to be one of those creepy families, and you see this on Yummy Mummies where they all dress the same, even the dog, the kid. That's all pe- right. No, it's not. That it's woman sick. that was dressing her entire family, including the Chihuahua, in the same clothes was criticised <laughs> unnecessarily. I don't think it. She can't help it if she grew up in Adelaide. <laughs> okay. Now, is this is this cute or creepy? Um, I think it's really cute. You I do? Think, I do think it's It's got gorgeous. an embroidered anchor. Yeah. And it's in the traditional naval white and blue. Yeah. And it's even got the little kerchief tied at the front. Oh, it's absolutely gorgeous. I just don't know if it'd look any good on your baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because we're unsure of 
exactly how it's going to come out, are <laughs> right, we? Right, okay. I mean, we're not sure if it's going to have an afro. Oh, we're not sure if it's going to be your big head. Okay. We're not sure. Can I just say that it is mine? <laughs> we don't know yeah, that, it though. it is. We've <laughs> dated back and we've worked it out. Okay. Okay? Yeah, right. Okay. We we looked at the ultrasound and counted the rings. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going to put it to Hobart. What? What are you asking about? I'm going to ask them, cute or creepy? Is this child's what? outfit cute or creepy? Because well, I don't want people to... Criticise my unborn baby once it is born and if it's wearing that on the streets of Hobart. Yeah. Well, if it does turn out to be a devil child, which we've wondered, mm. um, it probably would be a bit creepy. It'd be a bit like <laughs> when you watch those movies with killer kids. Oh, right, okay. Like, what are those um, ones? Chucky? Uh, and uh, Village of the Damned, yeah. The Omen. Yeah, if your kid looks like that, oh, then it will be creepy. You, you're you're like... telling me that my girlfriend's going to give birth to The Omen. <laughs> I don't this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. I don't think it'll be the Antichrist, but... <laughs> it might come close. <laughs> uh, my girlfriend is in the second trimester and I've taken to eBay and I've been buying some outfits for the unborn boy. She's had an evil pregnancy, though. Like, oh, it's a little... It's a little bee. Cute, isn't it? Oh, isn't it just... Hobart were right when they've been calling him a little bee. Well, they call him bastard on Facebook because... We're not married. Um, so I've bought an outfit and we've stuck a picture of the outfit up on Facebook. You are so baby, baby, baby talk. And we've asked Hobart if the outfit is cute or creepy. Yeah. That's what Facebook friends are for. It's a little sailor's costume. Um, it's a bit sort of Donald Duckish, I guess. Yeah, I think it would look cute on most kids. I'm just not sure about yours. Because with yours, it could look like something out of an, you know, an evil killer kid. Yeah, you're thinking it's going to be Chucky or the Omen. Yeah, I think that's a bit weird. Well, Facebook has spoken. Jeffrey says, cute in the 50s. (laughs) And then Leanne, I love it when they fight on Facebook. Leanne replied to Jeffrey and said, who cares if it was cute in the 50s? Babies are babies. Not scaled down adults in dorky denim jeans and leather jackets. If babies had hair, some parents would rush them to the barber to have daddy look-alike shaved sides, a deep part and heavy top greased over. If the baby is a girl, why not put hair extensions on and tattoo eyebrows? And let's see what else. Oh, a top with a cold shoulder. Yay, baby's all grown up now. Olivia said that the outfit reminds me of Marshmallow Man from the Ghostbusters. (laughs) That's true. Tom said it all depends on how old his son is. One to five, cute. Fifteen to (laughs) twenty-five, creepy. I'll give the last word to Dean. He wrote, cute on a wee baby, but if Paul bought a matching outfit, that would be creepy. He already has one, and that's a true story. That's what Facebook friends Future wife. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Before we get to the news, though, and I know we're running late, big shout out to Matt at, up at Hit Hobart who has tagged you in a post. Oh, great. Paul, it says tag someone who will be a parent soon. I'm going to pass it over for you to have a look okay. at what Matt has. I must admit, I've been really happy with uh, the reception I've received from men in Hobart. Yeah. It's been really nice. A couple of folks said that they teared up a bit. Over some of the baby chat, which I thought was... Oh, this is disgusting. <laughs> He's tagged me in a photo of a child with faeces all over it. And the kid's got a smile on its face and it's all hanging out the back of a nappy. This is ridiculous. Devil child. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. .com.au Oh, another good-looking person having a baby. <laughs> God, my kid's going to have to compete. Jessica Alba is having her third. She looks just as gorgeous as she did before she gave birth to the first one. Yeah, of course she did. There's not, yeah. She is my girlfriend's celebrity crush. Is she? Oh, big time. You know the company that she started, it's worth like a billion dollars oh, now. I'm not surprised. She's, and you, you, I've heard her in interviews and stuff yeah. before. She's incredibly intelligent oh, as well. Fantastic. And you got to go, did you have to get everything? Oh. A bloody like, good actor. Yeah, great oh, actor as God. well. <laughs> Trending. But congratulations. Yeah, well done. Um, Sam Frost is in a new relationship. She's confirmed it. There was a lot of speculation around Australia Day that she had hooked up with her longtime friend. Yeah, I remember we saw the photos. Yeah, and they came out and her management said, look, they're just friends. Well, they're not. They're together. Uh, he's a 25-year-old naval 
diver. His name's Dave Bashford. So she's confirmed that they are in a relationship and they're very happy. She did this confirmation right after announcing that she's going to be on Home and Away as a permanent fixture. What? Not just like a walkthrough sort of no. that Sam Frost on the telly. She said she didn't think she was going to get it because she was up against so many other people. But they said that she had just a natural ability and a natural ease. She's being compared to the likes of Chris Hemsworth and Marco Robbie. <laughs> what are you laughing? What, in that she's got two arms? I mean, I'm trying to work out what the correlation is. Paul, that's... Can you imagine <laughs> Sam Frost in The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> Trending. Sam Frost in the next Avengers movie. We work, we worked with Sam. We did for a bit. Um, <laughs> so the big news in politics, uh, from a national perspective, two Green senators gone. Yeah, they're out because they both held dual citizenships, which is not the done thing when you're a federal senator. So this is inspired many federal senators to take to social media over the last 24 hours to confirm that they are not dual citizens, even if they have been born overseas. Yeah. Now, my immediate attention was drawn to Erica Betts. Oh, you were only hoping, huh? Because you get sacked immediately. This could be a way of getting rid of him. Um, Now, for those of you that aren't aware, Erica Betts was born in Germany. He's got a German heritage. Um, his uncle was a Nazi war criminal, just to sort of pluck out one member of his family. Um, sadly, he wrote to the German embassy to confirm in 1992 that he wasn't a German citizen. And apparently, under German law, a German national who is naturalised abroad loses their citizenship automatically. Oh, you're so devastated, so aren't you? He's going to be there at least until the end of term. For the latest trending now, it is up at Hit Hobart. Hits Paul and Woody podcast. 100.9. Paul and Woody. Is this phone topic roulette? We're going to pitch some phone topics at you, Hobart. 13, 12, 16, if one interests you, you can end the segment at any time by calling that number. Let's throw some out there. Um, are you allowed to knock back something if it's given to you for free? Because I got really frustrated the other day. Melissa's got a friend and she's got a boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. And I bought a pair of boots online that didn't fit me. They're a size too small. He's got smaller feet. I said to him, you can have these. Perfectly good set of black boots. You could wear them for anything just to mow the lawn. And he looked at them up and down. (laughs) Free pair of boots. Okay. They cost me $50 online. I didn't ask for any money. And he looked and he went... Nah, I'm all right. Sometimes the best things in life aren't free. No. Because given your... You oh, know, what? We just... It's just a black, simple yeah. boot. Okay. It's a military-style With sequins boot. on it. There are no sequins on it. It's just a straight-up black boot, and he had a smacked-ass look in his face. And he said, oh, no, I'll be right. Okay. I think you've got to accept something if it's given Oh, even if you're not going to use it. Yeah, then you hand it on to someone else or take it down to the... It's like you're just trying to palm off junk or something. It's not junk, it's brand new. Do you want this free bin of garbage? Well, I thought it was really disrespectful. Okay, 13, 12, 16. I want to know if you've had an encounter with a wild animal. What damage did it do? Mm. So there's a baboon who plunged a Zim... uh, Zambian tourist town into darkness after it tampered with electrical equipment. So it t- took out... So the, the, it fiddled with the leads or something? Yeah, it took out the whole town. Just a baboon? Yeah, a baboon. And the whole town just went completely dark. I was bitten by a water wren when I was a child. What's a... Pardon my ignorance, what's a water wren? A small, intimidating bird. A small bird? Yeah. We're going from a baboon who's taken out a town... Yeah. How, My grandfather took me to a bird sanctuary oh. and there was a fence and it said, don't put your finger through the fence. Well, what's the first thing a kid's going to do? Put my finger through the fence. The little bastard bit me. <laughs> My brother got done by a ram. What, got done by a ram? Yeah, because he was a kid and Dad said, if it charges at you, just don't move. <laughs> I think he mistook it for, I don't know, a snake or something. A T-Rex. Yeah. So my (laughs) brother's standing there 
and it's scared to gallop towards my brother. What, what and do Dad's you mean, like, stay, stay. This is what Rams stay. do. And it went, took him straight out. Do you know some mountain goats have been known to do that so hard at each other that their horns fall off? What? Yeah. That the because they ram heads. Hit one hundred point nine, who's this? Hi, this is Erin. Erin, what would you like to talk about? Um, ending this segment. Oh. You didn't like the rams? Well, guys, I listen to you every morning on the way going to work, and it's just not working. I think we need something new. I've said this to Paul. I said I wanted to rest this segment. I did. Out of my cold, dead hand. No, Paul, because... Just whilst we've got you there, Erin, where do you stand on people knocking back free things? Um, well, free females will take it, then you can sell it and get yeah. money for it. There you go. Creates a conversation. I'll see. All Running all right. on the red lights. It's Paul and Woody podcast. Get up with Paul and Woody. Check it, check it, check it out. Turn it up, turn it up, you're my radio. It's Paul and Woody for Maccas. Try McCafe's best blend yet at a McCafe drive-thru near you. The future is here. We have a humanoid working in Tassie. Yes. It looks like a human. Yep. But it's a cyborg. It's... It's... It's a robot man. It's employed. It's got a job. And it's on the streets of Hobart. It's got hands and a face. It's unbelievable. This is unbelievable. This is... And a lot of people are tweeting me and saying, yes, we know about Erica Betts. No. This is different to that. We're going to cover off on that inside the next 10 plus. If you're getting ready to do your tax or you've done it, there is a warning. Big warning. Huge warning. Yeah. And we're going to cover off on that as well. But next, we're going to play Show of Origin. Which side of the bridge is best, east or west? Yesterday it was east, which means oh. I need someone from the east side. He did a great job. Paz had been here for the best part of a week. Yeah, he had. And he finally won. So if you are from the east side and you want to take on the west... 13, 12, 16. Big shout out to Tazzy Ties. $100 cash is guaranteed next. Paul and Woody. You and I and nobody else. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. I tasted you. 10 past 8. Hobart's hit 100.9. We've got $100 cash guaranteed right now to give away. Let's fight. On Hit's Paul and Woody. We're about to find the superior side of the Derwins. This is Shore of Origin for the brand new Tazzy Tyres Wheel and Tyre Studio. Now open at 183 Main Road, Moona. Side the side. Which side of the bridge is best, east or west? It was est, east yesterday. Damn, I was trying to sound smart. <laughs> you combined east with west oh, and made it est. That's what you have with people that migrate. What's that? Over to the other side of the bridge. Oh, I thought you were making a statement about... Immigrants, then, for a moment. No. Oh, okay, good. False alarm, guys. Okay. Oh, I know that I've... Yeah, okay. No, let's just no, not, because it came out wrong. I was trying yeah. to have a good pace, and... Yeah. Sometimes people say the pace needs to be faster, but I well, can't get right. my words out that yeah, fast. Yeah, 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 yeah. We need a little bit more uh, fluidity at times. <laughs> right. Can I interest you in your carryover, loser? Although I fear I'm the only one at the moment. Uh, Michael, hi. G'day, how's it going? Oh, good, thanks, Michael. You ready to come back for day two, make it big? Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. And who have you got there? I love there? that people call the show for the game, and you can tell they're just having their breakfast and coffee yeah, and watching right. probably sunrise. Daniel, I've got from the east. Hey, Dan. Hey, how are we? That's not my brother, is it? No. Okay, you sound, you sound a, little a little bit like your brother, I'm doesn't like, it? Because he keeps saying to me, I want to go in the cash cube. I'm like, you can't go in no, the, cash go the cash cube because you're related to me. Yeah. So anyway, I think he rings I mean, he can come in the weekend maybe and we'll just set it up for him, <laughs> but he's not going to win anything. I think he rings other shows to get in their comps. Um, okay, Daniel, this is how it works, guys. Three questions. You can buzz in at any time. Best out of three wins, the $100 cash. Thanks to Tazzy Tyres. Your buzzer is the side of the bridge you live on. So, Dan, you are east. Michael, you are west. Yep, right. Who is Nicole okay. Kidman married to? West. Did they both say that at the same time? I think it was West, but... Okay, West, Michael. Uh, Keith Urban. There we go. Point on the board for Michael. What is the name of the new obstacle course show on Channel 9? West. West again first. Okay. Michael. Um, Ninja Warrior. Oh, my God. He's gotten two from two. Wow. 
Whilst munching on toast. Well done. That was lightning fast. It really was. I mean, if you hadn't screwed up at the start of the segment, (laughs) we would have been done in 35 seconds. Um, well done to you. You've got $100 cash. Big shout out That's to awesome. Tassie Tyres. Tasmania's lowest prices on wheels and tyres now come with the highest quality experience. You'll be back, Daniel, from the east as I carry over loser. Alrighty, sounds good. Oh, good on you, mate. Paul and Woody. Just a young gun with the quick fuse. I was uptight. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 1.9 Paul and Woody, top of 11 with some showers. Welcome to Tassie Worksite, Willie. What? Well, that's his name. Well, it is his name. I think it's a bit facetious calling him Willie. But uh, this is real. There are robots on the streets of Tasmania. They've been employed. They're humanoid, so they look like a human. Yeah. Humanoid robots. They might replace me with one. (laughs) It's only hoping. (laughs) The future of radio. I'm losing battery power over here. <laughs> can we plug him back in, Mace? <laughs> or you can just wind me up on the back if you want. <laughs> but it is. It's, it's it. It is unbelievable. This Does guy he? is dressed. He's got a high-fizz jacket on. He's got a beanie. He's got wraparound sunglasses like the ones you get from the servo. Yeah. And he's got a ginger goatee. Yeah. He looks like Ed Sheeran's cousin or yeah. second cousin or distant cousin. Yeah. Or overweight brother. Okay. <laughs> But he is a traffic controller. Yes. And he's already here. If anyone's seen him, 13, 12, 16, he's been up and around Devonport. Yeah, yeah, we're being told that he's already... I mean, we're referring to him as he. But it is... It looks he started like, work already. If you see his picture in the paper today, he, he looks like it. I'll tell you what. An everyday person. If Will Hodgman starts to claim that unemployment rates are down again... I'm going to be checking the pulse on a few of these individuals. He's got an illuminated baton in his hand. Yeah. Waving it about. And he waves it back and forth when there's a bit of roadworks going on. He has previous experience, so this isn't his first trial. Mm. He's come from New South Wales and Victoria. So he did a bit of work on the mainland, and obviously he moved up there, didn't enjoy it like (laughs) so many have before, and decided to come back to the holy land that is Tasmania. Looking at him... He looks a little bit more efficient than some people you'd strike working up north. Oh, please. No, I'm just saying that this could be a real problem solver when it comes to, say, the Launceston workforce. I'm not. He certainly seems to have a few more emotions than our cousins up north. I'd love to speak to someone that's seen him doing his thing because all we've got is photographic, photographic evidence. We don't have any video evidence. Yeah. So we don't know if he necessarily moves like a human. Like, if you see him at a distance... Yeah. Are you going, jeez, what's that bloke doing from Launceston on the side of the road? We don't know. They may give him a full-time gig. So where is it going to end? If, if, if he's already... If humanoids are already starting to control traffic, where's it going to yeah. end? Well, I'd Will probably, you be able to marry a humanoid? Would, would you would park him in the mayor's chair up at... The Launceston City Council. I mean, could this be some form of solution to our problems down at the Hewan Council or indeed the Glenorchy Council? Where, I mean, I know they're already in administration and some people say that's not a democracy. Well, we can look into that at a later date. (laughs) But let's say you... um, made a few of these up that at least look like the alderman and you just put them in there for a couple of days. Can we get Gutwin on the phone? Probably the same amount would be done. Yeah. <laughs> That's Particularly at a state level. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. 27 past eight, Hobart's hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Actually, I, I know that we've, just, we've got something planned here, but I just... Um, saw on a TV screen. Exciting. Remember Elton John's coming in September? Yeah. Same week, Normie Rowe and Johnny Young down at Rest Point. So. What does Normie Rowe sing? Oh, all the old ones. <laughs> um, You've got to stop doing this. As you know, I absolutely love Q&A on Monday nights. Yeah, you do. Okay. It rates really well, particularly for an ABC program, because you know Southern Cross 
television dominates down here. Yeah. And I know that we have an affiliation, but you read the numbers and that's all you can go by, okay? But ABC love Q&A and people love watching it, so we've got our own version now. It's Paul and Woody's Q&A, thanks to Yahoo Answers. Can we just say it's Paul's because you ask inappropriate things on Yahoo? This, no, no, no. This you is do. Just, this is a conversation. And you call it fishing for... Okay. Idiots. Yeah, that's what you call it I'm in America. I'm going to take that as, as a statement or a comment. Um, now, um, Yahoo Answers, it's a website you can put questions up on and dumb Americans answer you. Okay. <laughs> so I thought, given that the story of the week has been season seven, episode one of Game of Thrones, I should pose a Game of Thrones related question to the good people of the United States of America. This sounds like the most normal one you've done. Yeah, it before is. Before you've asked if a dog and a cat couldn't have... Kittens. Kittens. <laughs> um, yeah, and you'd be surprised by some of the answers, actually. <laughs> okay, this is the question I posed. Yeah. If Game of Thrones is supposed to be historically accurate, how do you explain all that stuff with the Red Witch? Oh, no, you didn't. Oh. Okay, Frank answered, it's all fantasy. It's not historically accurate at all. Anonymous said... It's not historical, it's fantasy fiction, very loosely inspired by medieval Britain. Another anonymous person wrote, we have raised a generation of clueless idiots. Oh, God, Paul. And then I'll give the last word to another anonymous contributor who's gotten lots of thumbs up for this comment. It isn't supposed to be historically accurate. You probably should have figured out that by the dragons. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Paul and Woody's Q&A. Next week we'll be live from the Sydney Opera House. Oh, they, they do that. Yeah. They do that. This is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart. Trending now at hit.com.au. So a new study has revealed Australia is one of the laziest countries in the world. Ooh. Researchers collected smartphone data. 700, 000, from 700,000 people across the globe. Right. And then they measured how, the amount of steps that people took or had taken with their smartphones. <laughs> so after that, it, they discovered that Australia is one of the laziest countries. We rank 19th in the world. Is it creepy? Is it too far that someone can just collect your data? Yeah. Who is... Well, who owns that do- data? Who is selling that data? Yeah. And what is that data being used for? I would certainly hope that all data would be anonymous and there'd be no phone numbers attached to the data. Well, you'd hope so, and you'd also hope your internet history was safe. Okay, let's... We're going to get this segment finished in a hurry. Trending! Um, Ladies. Ladies. Yeah? I've got two extra reasons for you to love Harry Styles. Okay. He's got four nipples. He's... This is an internet rumour that has circulated for a number of years... Harry has been interviewed only moments ago by Chelsea Handler. She asked the question and he confirmed, I, Harry Styles, have four nipples. Where are the nipples? Well, we're yet to get a location Are there two on, on like, I'm wondering if they're spread out across the body. My understanding is that he showed three and he was embarrassed to show the fourth. Trending. Oh, the Aussie escapee from the Bali prison, Sean <laughs> Davidson, has asked for a round of applause from the world. Oh, he's, he's a cheeky monkey. For surviving a month on the run. <laughs> he's got a Facebook page and he writes under an alias on there. Well, hang on, if we could work out that Australia's the laziest <laughs> yeah. country in the world because we can monitor mobile phone steps, can't we work out where he is? This is what he said. This is his last two posts. One, my mother taught me never to quit. Quitters are never winners. Winners never quit. Then he's posted, I'm not, as the media says, taunting police, and I'm definitely not a public threat, as Interpol would have you believe. <laughs> Interpol, what would they know? Yeah, I'm, I'm just having some fun and a laugh. I'm living my life, just trying to make the best out of a bad situation. It's always better to have a laugh than anything else. Also, I'd like to take this time to thank the police and Interpol for taking an interest in me and putting in your time and hard work. Thanks, guys. Well done. That is almost as bad as remember when he wrote some rap lyrics? Oh, yeah, that's right. But he never recorded the song. So I took the lyrics that he had written, genuine lyrics from his Facebook page, and I recorded the single. I think to celebrate a month on the run, it's only fair that we would play his rap. 
I'm a real life action movie star. Nah, I'm just normal B. There ain't no way a penitentiary is ever holding me from Oz to Bali, Amsterdam to Germany. There's more. You better believe it when I say my life is no lie. I'm sipping on this cocktail on the beaches of Dubai. Trending. That's genuine. That is legit. Genuine lyrics written by him. For the latest trending now, it's up at Hit Hobart, 18 away from 9. Hobart's Hit 100.9. Paul and Woody. Hit's Paul and Woody podcast. Always my feelings on fire. Guess I'm a bad liar. Paul and Woody, if you've got a phone and you're doing your tax, you've got to beware. You've got to be very careful. This is Hit Hobart. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Scammers. Big scammers. We're not talking oh. about $100 here or there. Yeah. We're talking about tens of thousands of dollars. People are being scammed. Oh, you're talking millions now. Oh, this is ridiculous. Of dollars. Oh, over tax time. All right. So the taxation office has told us that the scams are at their highest, mm-hmm. at their heaviest at this time of year. Yes. Because everyone's trying to, oh, I'm going to get my tax in, I'm going to get my tax done and all that. And the hoaxes are more convincing at this time of year as well. Yes, and scams are requesting bank accounts. They're suggesting bogus refunds uh, or demanding payments for non-existent tax debts. And people are paying. Without any proof that it's the tax department calling them. Well, the ATO have said they never ask you to pay a debt over the phone, ever. So if someone rings you, don't go, just hang on a sec, I'll just go get my credit card. No, that's not how they do it. They'll send you something formal. And then there'll be a way that you can do it in a, you know, yeah, yeah. under a secure environment. Yeah, a, a, look, a guy will probably come to your door in tracky dacks or something like no, that. No. With a clipboard. Can or... you not say that? Because now someone yeah, will yeah, yeah. do and that. And look, no he bar. might be a little bit um, <laughs> unshaven. <laughs> and that's only because he's so busy at tax time. And they're he's... undercover. Is that, that why? That's right. Yeah, he's okay. the tax man. And on the side, he might try and sell you some pot. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's what the tax man does. Um, G'day. I'll stop. Um, he'll start it by saying, G'day, have you got a dollar? I'll and then stop. you'll say, Yeah. And then you'll go, Well, here, can you fill the form out? And uh, you may look out through your door and see his uh, partner and kids in the car. One victim handed over $900,000. That's. $900,000? That is ridiculous. Over the phone. Over the f- oh, my God. I feel so terrible for them. You've really got to wonder if these people handing the money over. I don't want to. I don't want to say deserve it. Oh, t- no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Well, don't but say if it. you're willing to give your credit card details to a stranger over the phone and pay a nine hundred thousand dollar bill, I mean, honestly, look, you, you no. tell us. Let's go behind the scenes. No. Tell us what it's like, because they got you. Oh, okay. Can we not relive this? Well, no. I'm already in because, a foul mood. Oh, you, you rubbish Telstra. Oh, oh they've oh. come after me. They want me to pay this bill. I can't stand Telstra. Oh, they reckon they've got a monopoly. No, that's not what happened. I was furious at Telstra because they sent me a letter or an email offering me a refund. And because I'd paid too much and yeah. I clicked the link and then when I clicked the link and entered my details yeah. to get the refund, yeah. nothing happened. Yeah. So then I had to call them and I was furious because it wasted an hour of my time with this chick <laughs> trying to get this refund. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, okay. And so, who did it turn out to be? Was it Telstra? Well, the CEO said something farginkle or whatever. and CEO farginkle. farginkle. Okay. Okay. Mr. Farginkle. And they said there's never been a Farginkle. See? <laughs> we don't have a Farginkle here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you're thinking, so, oh, beauty, I'm going to get a refund. Okay, all you've got to do is fill out your banking details. Okay. Because we're going to make a nice big deposit in your account. I didn't uh, realise. Lots of love, CEO Farginkle. <laughs> okay, here we go. Putting in bank details there. Shut oh, up, Paul. All my money's gone. <laughs> oh, damn you, Farginkle. And the fat cats at the telco company. Paul and Woody. <laughs> it's Paul and Woody podcast. Before we wrap up, I I probably should have brought it up earlier, but you made it sound like Harry Styles is Frankenstein or something. No, I Just did not. Because no, he's got I, two I extra reported nipples. on the fact that he's got four nipples, and there's been nipple speculation on the internet for years, and finally Chelsea Handler has managed to confirm it. Yeah. 
but now the internet's going into meltdown over the last 20 minutes. Well, we want to see them. We want to know what it's like. Okay, well, this is the thing. If if anyone's got a spare body part, let's normalise it. Because I think a lot of people would have a spare body part, 13, 12, 16. You might have a spare leg. I don't know. I've never seen one. Someone with three legs is going to ring in. I mean, I would have started with a toe or a finger. Okay, well, maybe you've got an extra toe. No, okay, right. We'll work up to the leg. Yeah, yeah. But this is why maybe I took a little bit of offence to it, because you were making him sound like a freak. No, I was I've not. I've got You're... a spare nipple. It's on my arm. You have Yeah, a... it's, under, it's, on, it's under my underarm on my right side, and I had it cut off when I was younger, oh. but it started to grow back recently, and I wanted you to see it, or, well, but we don't touch. No, I've never so, touched So, Apprentice it. Mace... What? Can you come in? I need you to touch my third nipple and then describe it to Paul yes. because we never cross that line. Touch it, the basically. only thing is I haven't shaved under my arms because it's winter and I've got puffer yes. on. So, Mason, uh, uh, why have you got that smack bum look on your face? Just come in and touch your hair. This is the most disgusting thing I'm ever going to do. Mason, Mason it's beautiful. It's would, a woman's body. Someone, some people would pay for this. Yeah, come in here and touch the hairy nipple. Do we have gloves? Oh, oh that's horrible, Mason. No, health and safety, health and safety. You want safety. gloves? Is this what you do with your much older girlfriend? Oh, what's Put he gloves got on? in his hand? What have you got? What is it? Um, He's it's got his glad little, bags. It's He's his resealable <laughs> bag from his brekkie. Well, I couldn't find any. So he stuck him, his hand into the bag. Okay. I'm double layering it, by the way. Oh, he's put two on. Don't look, Paul, because I might accidentally flash okay. myself. Okay. Um, I'll give I'll give Mason my Mace, microphone. You can look me in the eye. No, I'm not looking he's not looking at me. He's right. he's got his pointy little finger out. Hang on, I'll direct you, it. Yeah, you direct my head. Oh my god. Just it's going down the top. What is happening? Under what does it the feel like, Jace? That's the hair, sorry. Just there, can you feel that? Stop rubbing it! <laughs> what? What? Did you feel it? Describe it to me. Describe the hairy nipple. Let, let me take a layer off the of, <gasps> off the bag. I'm going to go one layer oh now my on gosh. the bag. Hang on, now I've got to. Come on, mate. People just... are looking in and they think that I'm sexually harassing him. But it's not. okay, hang on. Now you let, let go of my finger. So okay. I can just... no, don't don't. He's wandering his finger around by himself. Not that nipple, Mason. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> Mason, you weren't supposed to go rogue. Now can you? That's hot. Mason. Can you... Pl- I, I, that- didn't, I didn't feel it properly. I just need one more go. No. no. Just, oh, this has gone too far. Describe the nipple to Paul. It's it's kind of like a like a big skin tag. But it, it's... A it's skin a, tag? Like, you know those little skin tags that you can get removed, but a bigger version? It could just be a big skin tag. No, it's, it's a nipple. It's been diagnosed as a nipple. Yeah. Okay? I don't know how many nipples you have or haven't seen, but it's yes. a nipple. Well, that's that's why she's always got a bra tucked under her arm. Hits <laughs> <laughs> Paul and Woody podcast. Hit 100.9. Who's this? Sky. Sky. What would you like to talk about, Sky? Extra body parts like you. Oh, <gasps> have you got a third leg? No, no, no. I had a little third arm on my left side, but my brother also has four nipples. Now, wait, now this Hang on, wait, on. Wait. I don't want to skip the nipples, but I just want to go back to the bird arm. Okay, yep. Describe it, that for us. It was just down from my shoulder on my left side, and it was mainly just a little stump with some fingers. Now, do you have two average arms as well? Hello? Don't. Was she holding the phone with the bird arm? That's not the whole point. Are of you the still there? Is to normalise it, to not make people feel like free. Could you hold it up to your bird ear? That's not funny. Oh, this is... Well, don't look at me like that. No, that's a horrible thing to say. I didn't mean any arm. Um, oh, okay. Guys, we've got it back on uh, the line. Oh, thanks oh. for calling back. I was stuck on Vincent's saddle. I lost connection. Oh, so, yes, I had a little third arm. Wow. And so your brother's nipples, because I had have an extra one underneath my right arm, but Harry Styles has four, and we're not sure of the location yeah. of the nipples. So where are your brother's nipples? See, I still, you keep brushing over the third arm. But, okay. I want to know how it was removed. Oh, okay. We'll go back to the bird yeah. arm, and then we'll get back to the nipples. Yeah. I was had to go to Macquarie Street in Sydney to a specialist, oh. and it was like it was frozen off, a bit like they do some skin cancers. Oh, like snap frozen. A, yeah, over a series of sessions. That was horrendous. Oh. God. And did it have bone in it? It was just a fleshy thing, and now I have like a round skull, which looks like a bird. Well, like and a bird. did you keep it? No. Oh, okay. Was Do it, we know where it is now? I'd say it's been bin somewhere. Was oh, it okay. functional, the bird arm? Like, no. could you move it? No. No. Sorry, I think I've just realised that 
You kept saying third arm, but we thought you were saying a little bird arm. Because <laughs> look what I Googled during you, the call. Yeah, you <laughs> It's a picture of a canary with human arms. I Googled images bird arm because I didn't know. Right, okay. I was thinking it was Oh, God, could we have made this any more offensive oh for God. this poor woman? Yeah, now, you can follow it up with the nipples. Right, so where are the nipples on your brother's body? So that, he has that just under each other, like two on the left and two on the right under each so other. So it would be like wow. you were seeing double. That's right. I think it comes from my dad was in the war, and I think it was something to do with, like, chemicals in Europe or something. Oh. That wow. created these malformations. That's my theory. So is that a little bit like... Well, I guess like a, a bitch, a female dog has a, a row Absolutely. of nipples. Are you calling your brother a, a bitch? No. could have had twins. <laughs> and fed them all at once. <laughs> this is the Paul and Woody podcast with Hit Hobart.